Last time on the Savage Bear Podcast. Oh, I got you, you bastard. Oh, what's that? What's that like? Yuri? Oh, oh, Yuri, you're knocked out. Oh, oh I'm bleeding. Oh, jeez. Actually, I might, I might come lie down with you. Oh. G'day and welcome to the Savage Bear Podcasts. How are we doing, my friends? Hello. Hello. It's good to see all of your faces. Good to see you. I forgot. Happy birthday. Oh, yes. HB. It was like, what, last week, right? Uh, It was on Monday. Monday. Hey, did you do anything special? I went to work, so that was super fun. Mm. Mm. Always good. But do you you have something planned? Oh, no, I, I went out with uh, with my girlfriend on oh. the weekend, and we had a nice uh, a nice lunch at a fancy restaurant. So that was fun. It's good to hear. Right. Yeah, no, I wanted to keep it low key this year because I was adding another zero to my repertoire. Another zero? Oh, yeah. oh dear. So what are you like forty now? Ah, no, it's two hundred ninety. Ah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the big no, three. You finally, hit, so. you finally hit the next age bracket of yep. thirty. Yep. So I'm feeling, you know. I'm feeling a bit decrepit at the moment. That's all right. You look good. You look Thank good. you. <laughs> you don't look 30. Neither and Josh, Josh, who I think is the eldest out of us all, you don't look 30. I'm going to guess six. <laughs> you don't look 30. You, you look exactly 28, which is what you are. <laughs> no, I've got that coming. I've got 29 coming up at the end of the year. So. It's a big old yikes, yeah. isn't it? I feel like the, the break to 30 is worse than actually being 30. Yeah. I don't know. That comes from a naive tw- late twenty-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hit thirty, you really start feeling this slow, inexorable decay of time. Just yeah. on you. <laughs> Fuck. I already feel my knees going every day now when I go up and down stairs. Yeah. Now, now I have to accost time. Oh Jesus! Everything's going to be against me. But everyone's good. Everyone's happy. Generally happy. Yes. Generally happy. That's good. That's good to hear. I want to have a quick chat, actually, about last session, because as a party, we're kind of left in quite a brute, I think probably the worst position we have ever been left in out of the whole campaign, like hit points wise, situation wise, like this was probably the first battle I noticed you guys actually actively trying to retreat from the fight. And yeah, yeah, it just I, I and, and I noticed that like halfway through and I saw kind of look and you can even tell listening like you can hear everyone's kind of demeanor changes it becomes a lot more serious it becomes a lot more oh shit oh shit this is how we've got to do it it's a lot less mucking about and i just wanted to have a like like a chat like i think the most important part of that battle that kind of made it really difficult was that attack of opportunity i think yeah 100%. exactly what i thought when i think we spoke about it i think it was during the in between book one and book two session um when we spoke about the campaign, that was the one thing that was like, oh my god, you can do this now. And then when it actually happens, which is the first time here, we actually have an attack of opportunity, it kicks you. And you're like, holy shit. And you're like, kind of, you're kind of left with the situation like, oh god, I've been so used to doing all these tricks and all these things in combat and not having to worry about it. And this is the first mm. time it actually like hits hard. Like, 
Because, Bray, you got it first. It was like, as soon as you start fixing up Javier's bleeding leg, you take an attack of opportunity. Boom. And I remember seeing your face yeah. kind of wide eye go, oh, shit. Like, I was like, okay. In my mind, I was like, all right. All right. It's happening. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> that was exactly my thought process as well. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, you know, we had a good run. That's <laughs> fair, fair, right? <laughs> it is so OP in this. Like, it, it feels like, like it's this thing that's given to you in first edition Pathfinder. It's a thing that's just give, mm. given to you in, I think, all versions of D&D. D&D. Mm. And to have that taken away and now brought back, that is such a powerful move. Well, I, I think we actually discussed this mm. before we even had our first session. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure at least you you and I discussed it, Adam. Um when we were making Uri as a character and then we were just going through all of this stuff in the back uh, of, uh, of Pathfinder 2 mm. and we just, yeah, we're like, yeah, the, once you get, like, if you can get attacks of opportunity, like, once you get them, they're kind of, like, terrifying because yeah. you just don't get them at the base yeah. and, like, everyone, you can just move around freely, do whatever you want and you get used to it and then, like, we were just saying, yeah, like, the first time you see you encounter an, a monster with an attack of opportunity, mm. you're like, oh, we've got a We've got to really assess how we're how we're doing this yeah. and change change how we've been doing our encounters. It's it, it becomes a lot more beautiful, and it didn't obviously help that through the battle you learned that he had DR, that he had super high AC, and like this is the toughest battle you guys have fought throughout this campaign. It didn't like, help that the battle also came after fighting what fucking like eight wolves and a giant wolf. Although you were ruining like the wolves were going yeah. down maybe the dire wolf like the actual big wolf was the one thing that didn't go down proper like really like really quickly the others though were. i mean we we're kind of like one or one or two shotting the other wolves yeah kale brought them down to half hit points almost straight away with the 14 yeah so yeah. had he not done that i'm sure it would have been a lot worse but like i had a die set up i was like i'm gonna roll this as soon as the encounter starts and then he's gonna step in during that fight and it was round three and it was like you almost had all of them dead. I think it was just the dire wolf on the last bit of its health and the purple wolf, which is wolf number whatever, um, was on like very close to death. But I think we're ready to jump into it if you guys are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See the situation that it is where we left it. So, last session, the battle continues, but this time with a new contender. A massive wolf-like body standing on its hind legs, bat nose and eared. He storms out of the cavern behind the wolves, launching itself into combat. The party desperately tries to fight the creature, its thick hide protecting it against most physical damage. The party suffers heavily. Javier gets knocked down, bleeding from a grievous wound. Uri tries his best to save him by diving on top of him to give him shelter from the attacks while Kale blasts the creature with spells from the back. Bunny dives into combat trying to push the creature back off his friends, but he is far too weak against the imposing creature. Javier awakens and manages to escape from underneath Yuri's now unconscious body and darts back towards the exit. Bunny manages to overcome the creature and push him back, giving the party time to escape. Yuri waking up from his, I think like fifth or sixth, close encounter from death now <laughs> bounds up and tries to grab bunny narrowly dodging the attack of opportunity and pulls him away sadly the creature is way too fast and he puts himself between yuri and the rest of the party leaving the cabin yuri does his best to try and kill this creature with a blow but he cannot hit the ac he cannot hit this creature it just does not go through and it pummels him to the ground unconscious and dying bunny arranged by the side of his friends falling grabs Uri's axe 
and strikes him across the chest with it. Bunny's standing there, bleeding from a wound that he took before, on his bare open chest, just falls unconscious on top of this creature, blood trickling out of him. All of this occurred. Well, you guys were in your pajamas. <laughs> yep. Standing at the entrance of this cave, with the sounds of the swamp on either side of you, have a uh, you are looking inside. You can see, you can't see. It's pitch black. You can hear the growls, the shouting. You possibly hear a thump, but you can't physically, like visually, see anything inside this cave. Can you give me a perception check, please? Uh, twelve. And twelve. Okay. You're trying to look inside. You can see every now and again the flicker of the torch that was dropped on the ground that is sitting amongst the wolves, but you can see the occasional like hair and stuff, but everything inside the cavern at this point is quiet. You do hear voice, distant voices from behind you, though. You can hear, Where are you? We can't see you. You can hear that coming from the pathway that you guys took from the circus. Do these voices sound... Angry or desperate? Desperate. You only just pick up on it. It's like kind of like you turn to like turn and have a look behind you and you hear it again. Where have you gone? We're over here. Um, all right. I'll steal one last look back into the cave and start sneaking towards the voices. All right. Give me a stealth check. Um, it is an eight plus 11. So 19. 19. Alright, you start getting down low. You can hear it again, like, Where have you gone? I can't see you. You hear the shouting from behind you, from the direction of the circus. But you suddenly, as you take a step forward, you feel a third claw grab your wrist. You turn around and you see a Yushonki. A Yushonki? Yushonki, I forget how it's pronounced. You see a mottled white... Russian hat. <laughs> you see a mottled white and brown furred female rat folk with numerous scorch marks covering her body. She says, come back from the light. And you see that, like, in front of you, down this path, there is a light starting to glow on the pathway. You have no idea where she came from. This, you just feel this on your, on your arm, like, maybe when you were focusing on the, on the voices behind you, or possibly you were so anxious about what's happening to your friends inside, you didn't hear them come out of the bushes or from wherever. They could have just appeared, but you see this rat folk. She's wearing a purple sleeveless button-up shirt with green-striped parachute trousers. Around her shoulder hangs an old leather satchel. Uh, I will pull my wrist away from where she's grabbed it. Mm. She kind of like ducks back a bit, and you see like a hand crossbow like loosely hanging from like a belt around her waist. Is she touching it? No, 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 no. She's like she seems anxious. She's like she's like quickly, don't look at them. And she like tries to beckon you forwards and goes towards the bushes on on the southern side of uh, the cave entrance. Um, I'll take a moment to look at her mismatched and not very not very visually appealing outfit and have a, a silent moment of judgment. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, give me a perception check. You can use that as a sense motive. That's now takes over sense motive perception. Uh, 19. She genuinely seems nervous and she gen- genuinely wants you to come with her. Like, you can't tell, like, there's nothing, no air of, like, she doesn't seem to be going for any weapons. She doesn't seem to be, like, ready for a fight. She seems, she's, like, beckoning you, like, almost, like, urgently, like, please, please come. What is it? It's quickly, uh, we don't want them to find us on the path. It's into the bushes, into the bushes. And she, like, gets into the bushes. Um, I'll pull out my dagger and follow her into the bushes. 
she gets inside the bushes. She like gets herself behind like a thicket, and she comes down. And she like moves a couple of these twigs and bushes out of the way to just spot through. And this light becomes brighter as it comes around the corner. And you're staring at this light, and it seems to not emanate from like a torch or anything, but it just seems to softly glow in the air, just bobbing up and down, left and right, just softly through the air. Every now and again, just like emanating this orange glow and you see that at some point when this orange glow just like fades a little bit you see a skull within this flame or this glow i shouldn't say flame within this glow the yusoki next to you you hear a pipe up she says they're attracted to death you see i saw them glow from above in the keep and i knew that the wolves were dead suddenly you like look over towards her and you look back and it's disappeared you can't see the glow and you hear her frantically, like, pull her satchel round and go through the bag. Where, where did it go? It has a tendency to be here, but not be seen. And you hear it as it goes, like, it reappears in front of you. And you hear it say, where are you? I can't see you. And, like, just starts drifting up and down. The skull in this glow just emanating going towards the cave entrance you suddenly feel like something hit your chest and you look down and you can see yashoki has put like a tube with what looks like a wick at the end of it inside onto your chest she goes are you good at throwing what do you need me to hit when it disappears i will i will light the fuse and i need you to throw it when it reappears what am i aiming for the glowing thing as close as you can all right she, like, puts her bag around her waist, and you can see her. She's got a flint and um, a piece of steel. I presume you've got your wick reasonably close, and you're both looking out. I'll have one hand in front of the wick, so as it's lit, it doesn't, like, spark and make light. Fantastic. You see the soft glow start to appear in the air. Just chunk! You hear this, and just sparks fly out, hitting the wick. The wick kind of glows a little bit, dies down, and then becomes violent just start to flare i need a ranged attack if you can i uh, i don't even know what my ranged attack would be and you know what I'm, I'm gonna do this as well because i realize i did not give you an image of what you see this is what you see Ooh. okay that's exactly what i was imagining that's kind of what i had in my head as a, well yeah. a skull surrounded by a glowing orby flame stuff mm, with a little bit of a tail it's like it's like a it's it's like a a death tadpole. Um, yeah. All right. Well, if you want, just give me give me an athletics check. Actually, just give me an athletics check to see if you can throw it. All right. Let's see. Nineteen on the dice. So okay. that is uh, twenty nine. Yikes! Fantastic. Inside the cave, Kale, you see Bunny's body go limp and just fall flat on top of this bat wolf man like creature and you can just see blood just trickling down the side of the creature coming out of bunny um can i just butt in real quick as well go on sorry um before we go too far ahead we did have that bag of things that that was yeah you have that in your possession so you, Uri, you that was why Uri, the- uh, got split from the party if we wanted to remember that so he like went back for the That's bag because right. Kale forgot. Yeah, to you went off for the then, bag, which is yeah. why you got split from the party, and the creature managed to get in between. Also, just as an aside, we are in our PJs. 
which means yes. Uri definitely has Gor- had Gory tucked away in a pocket somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as uh, as Bunny collapses, we'll get to that in a second. I just want Kale's point of view because you've just seen Yuri go down. Yeah, Yuri and Bunny. Can see anything? Is it still dark? You can see. So there is still a light. Hold up a second. There would be a torch. I'll make sure it's here. So there's a torch that you left behind there. Can you see now? Sorry, I didn't have that before. So there is a flickering light. You can see what's in front of you. Can you see on the map? Just making sure you know. Yeah, I can see. Okay, fantastic. So yeah, so you dropped a torch torch because you lit it with one of the attacks against the creatures because Bunny gave you a torch. Bunny, he was holding it out, and you were like, I can't see it. Just hold it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. And Yuri's also unconscious. Yuri is currently still unconscious. Yeah. Basically underneath the creature. Yeah. Like, you'd see, like an arm of the creature is currently, like, over the top of Yuri's back. Bunny has just slumped itself over the de- the corpse of the creature, and it and he is bleeding. Chaos uh, guy like, wipe the blood from his mouth. Yeah, you were fucked up. Like everyone is fucked up at this point. However, yeah, you were like probably limping, holding wounds while all that was going on. Kale, you're you're heavily, heavily beaten. Yeah, he's gonna kind of like yeah wipe the blood from his mouth. His, his eyes are gonna roll for a sec. Aradin, dead fuck. If you are there, could use a hand. And he's gonna activate his uh, reflection of life mm-hmm. to activate fast healing on himself and he's gonna step over to the back creature and just bury his blade like just in its like spinal column just at the back just to double tap it and make sure it's dead this comes down uri you start to slur now so your body starts moving so i think uh i think the way that uri comes to consciousness is uh gory like kind of like crawls out from his little pocket feeling that Uri's... There's not nothing happening around, so it's kind of safe for him to come out, but Uri's not moving. And he's just going to give him a good old bite on the on the nose. <laughs> like big old rhinoceros beetle just, boom, clamping down on Uri's nose. Yep. Uh, the only way that Gory knows how to, how, to, how to induce a reaction out of Uri. And that'll probably, <clears throat> probably get him... To rouse at least slightly. <laughs> what the fuck is? Oh, you get up, Yuri. This is a flesh it, wound. It, it, it. Don't be a pussy. And he's gonna grab like. And Yuri's just gonna lash out wildly at the thing that's like lying on top of him, just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, you just like throw its arms off your its arm off your back and you just thump on the ground. Oh, thank fuck. Okay, I was gonna grab Bunny by like the this like the scruff of his shirt and start dragging him towards the cave mouth. Just, Come on, Yuri. No, I got no, I got him. Yeah, uh, Yuri will stagger to his feet. Kale, when you activate this ability, and each of you, you saw this happen with Havayer before, and I think this is the first time you guys have properly used this ability since the top of the tower. So you guys have a soft glow that appears around you. You see this same soft glow start to appear around Bunny as well now. You see that this massive amount of blood that's coming out of this huge, huge, and I mean huge gash wound in his like bare chest, stained his undies. You know, like, amongst his chest hair, and you see it just slowly but surely just start stitching itself back together. Oh, look, Yuri. What, 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 what? He's healing. He's, he's got plot armor, too. Uh, <laughs> what? Let's drag him towards the cave Oh, he's map. got the magic healing stuff. <sighs> right. Out of nowhere, from the cave entrance, 
you hear a massive explosion. Oh. Light streams in behind you of green, red, blue, all kinds of colors of the room just pew, 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 just starts appearing and exploding into the cave. These lights are bouncing off the walls, hitting the ground, fizzling out as more get, get pushed through. Have I air? We go to the front entrance and this tube explodes in the air, sending fireworks exploding in every which direction, just filling up the cave, lighting it up, and you just see, like, maybe just Kale's face looking back, holding <laughs> onto Bunny, and... Kale's screaming again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the air fills with the wailing of Kale, and this orb just kind of just bounces, like, like travels down this pathway and disappears. Like, the light just fizzles out, and you can no longer see it. Who the fuck is it now? What's happening now, Yuri? Where, where'd Javier go, mate? Ah, I don't know. I thought he was with you. Fuck. And Uru's going to start running towards where that um, source of explosion was. You come around the corner and a few of these fireworks just bounce like towards you. You have to duck. Yeah. Maybe one gets caught in your chest. You've got to put out the flames. And slowly but surely it starts to die down. To a yeah. Running straight And you see it. like a scorch mark sitting on the ground right here. Close to where you push the caltrops away. Javier, you see Yuri try and jump, like, run through, like, the last of these fireworks. The Ahsoki, like, pulls at your beautiful suit. What we describe, like, maroon velvet suit? Satin. What was it? Uh, silk? Satin. Satin. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's what I was looking for. He pulled, like, she, t- uh, she tugs on it, and she goes, is he your friend? I imagine, just before you respond, imagine Uri looks fucking mental at the moment. Like, yeah. Like, his wild-eyed, like, you know, just, like, just crazed expression on his face, looking for, like, any sign of danger, making sure Javier's okay. Basically, have almost lost everyone today, so he's fucking almost berserk. And he's going to call, just bellow, Javier! I'll lean over to this uh, rat folk lady and, uh, he's a co-worker. She kind of, like, cocks her head sideways at you. Yes, we're friends. Yuri! In the bushes here. Oh, dang. Fuck. Was that you with the, like, explosion thing? Yes, I suppose so. Uh, there's uh, <sighs> something going on that I'm not entirely sure of. I thought you fucking died, mate. Like, that's the kind of, like, spectacle I expect when Javier goes out. You shall see something much grander when I go out, my friend. Okay, or you're still dragging Bunny in the back of this cave. But you can hear Javier's voice. Sorry. Just going to clap him on the cheek a couple of times. Bunny! And he wakes up, like, throwing fists. He goes, oh, oh, oh. Just in your arms. Stop it! Oh, 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 fuck. Oh, oh. And he's just, like, holding onto his chest. Like, you can, his, his breaths are like... But slowly improving as time goes on. And he's like... And he starts looking at his hands that he's glowing. He's like... Oh, I... Have we passed over, Kale? Is this... And he starts, like, looking at the back of his hands. Kale... Kale's just like, fucking hope not. You don't want to spend eternity with you. <laughs> just keeps dragging him. <laughs> well, what does that mean? It's, it's all right. It's all right. He kind of, like, shrugs you off and just kind of stands up and, like, hitches up his pant, his undies a little bit. Uh, oh. And he, like, as soon as he stands up, he's like, oh, and he just, like, leans over and just holds on. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm slowly feeling better, but... Oh, <laughs> groaning. 
Javier, you step out of the bush towards Yuri. Is this right lady following me? You turn back to look at her and she seems a bit tentative, like she seems a bit nervous at first. But I'll, she sees... Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, I might just stand like on the threshold of where the, the uh, bushes start and where the path is as like a... Like a uh, you're right, mate. Yes, yes, Yuri. Uh, one second. Right, right. Uh, and I'll, I'll gesture for her to, to come out. It's all right. You got someone there. She kind of like looks. You see her. She looks towards Yuri. She looks towards you. Yuri's massive orc. And slowly, she comes out. I'll show you a picture. Do you see this Yasuki come out of the bushes? She's got this satchel around her, like attached around like over her shoulder at her hip and her hip is dangling like a hand crossbow with a small quiver next to it and she's like her hands are like quivering almost together but she's like she's sort of hunched over a little bit she talks she's like hello there hello uh uh, uh sorry uh yes uh, i am uri what, what was your name again fidget my name is a uh, fidget fidget right fidget, yes a yes, pleasure fidget. Yuri you... Fidget has just saved us from some mm, ghastly ghost-like creature. Was that so... explosion you're doing? It was, yes. Uh, Her eyes seem to light up a little bit as you say that. She's like, yes, yes, this is, uh, this is something. That was I've... quite pretty. Her eyes, her, her, you see her little like rodent eyes just like open up a little bit more, and like 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 her lips quiver, and you see like her whiskers like tickle almost out in the air. And she's like, you you liked you liked my firework. Well, it was a straw shit better than what we just experienced, so absolutely. Yeah, y- yes. But, like, on a regular day, I think I would fucking, yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, as long as we weren't too close, of course. Yeah, no, 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 don't get close to them. They seem dangerous a little bit. They're mostly just uh, big explosions and lights, not much uh, harm to others. A little bit of burn, and she like points at like scor- like the scorch marks she has on her skin, and like the little bits of like patches where there's burnt skin, where there's burnt fur. Right, seems like fun though. Yes, and she like nods her head and like looks towards you. Where, whereabouts you you from? Uh, did, did, we, did we did we we didn't kill your friends, did we? No, no, I, we are. Uh, I was going to say they're not very friendly. She kind of looks nervously towards Javier a little bit and like a little nervously towards Uri. Um, she kind of takes a deep breath because I am I'm running away from someone. Well, not just me, my brothers too. Uh, Escadar can be a scary place for our kind. It wouldn't happen to be, uh, you know, running away from Dashlight, are you? The circus in town. Yeah. No, uh, no, 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 no. She's, uh, I'm, um, I've, I've been to the show. I've, yeah. I've seen the show. I, um, and she kind of looks kind of down on the ground a little bit, like claws at the ground, like a little bit. So I offered my services to the show, but they said no. Well, you thank your lucky stars that they said no, because they're not very pleasant people, if I'm being honest. Don't really want to colour your, uh, uh, Impression of them too much initially, but yeah, mm. I, I don't like them but yeah, personally. But uh, the uh, our circus is always open. You're in a circus, 
and you see like her, her tail starts to like curl a little bit like saying yeah. that like she seems really excited hearing this you are a circus you hadn't heard that we were in town yet no I I, um, I until uh, like uh, the night before last day I did not know there was uh, the campsite I thought there was travelers I did not know a circus but you are circus? And she, like, walks forwards, like, towards you, like... Yes, the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Oh. Oh. And you see, like, her little feet, like, kind of tap on the ground, like, excitingly, like, right from one foot to another, like, tapping on the ground, using her tail for balance. She's like... Now, uh, uh, tell me, Fidget, you, you mentioned you had brothers, was it? Yes, 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 I have uh, brothers, uh, 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 Kalim and Lish. Right, right, uh, they part of, uh, your little... Firework thingy too, are they? N- n- not, uh, n- not really. Uh, the uh, the fireworks is it's it, it's on me. I uh, I create uh. these things. Um, we we um we um and she's like kind of like uh, um uh, we okay. So in town we got an opportunity to uh to, to take uh, uh steel yeah uh, alchemical mm. uh, formulas and alchemical things from uh, some very bad people uh and uh we were hoping to sell them in Eskadar, but they followed us there and now we're trying to get back my baron is so far away i uh, like we were meant to be in gone for a year but we ended up extending and extending and it's been like three years since i've been back home right right well i can't say uh if we'll kale and you've probably come up to the front by now and you see this uh he draws his blade. There's a rat man! There's a rat man! He's get, he charges. No, 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 no. Kale, Kale. It's all right. I'll put both my arms out. It's all right, mate. <laughs> she, she instantly, like, darts back and, like, gets behind, gets behind Javier. And, like, you, Javier, you feel her claws, like, She's friendly. She's friendly. She's friendly. Her name is Fidget. And uh, she's, she's the one. She actually just saved our lives. What? If I'm reading into the situation properly. That seems to be the, the long and the short of it. Not sure what from. What what was it that you blew up with them fireworks, Dan? What was it? This looks like a ghost. What was it, Fidget? Uh, uh, I don't know that she, like, kind of, like, peers around from behind Havaya. It's like, I, I, I know them from my grandmother. She told tales of these creatures. They, they're attracted to... Well, they attracted to death. That's how I knew that the wolves that lived here. Ah, uh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I imagine Uri's probably heard of these creatures, has he? Hey, g- give me a. What would it be? What would it be? What would it be? Um, give me a knowledge. Oh no, a law. Would it be? Um... <laughs> okay, I've got orc law, gorum law, and mountain law. Okay, give me one second. I've also got circus law. Circus life. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have occultism? I do. Give me an occultism check. Ooh, not bad. 18. You know that some people call these creatures will-o'-wisps. Uh, 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 I think they're called, uh, yeah, yeah, will-o'-wisps. Will-o'-wisps. William-wisps, I believe. The fuck are you all talking about? William-wisps, maybe. Uh, uh, been, a, been a while since I've had to... Recollect that, but uh, Kale, it's a little creature that goes around looking for dead things and kind of, uh, yeah, you know, this is 
This is a creature that like lures unsuspecting travelers into dangers, usually around swamps or graveyards or marshes or even deep in forests, where they can lure them to an area where they can start. Well, they will will attack them and consume their fear. Mm. It's their fear. It's the like a dementor. Yes, it's basically like a skull dementor, but it it feeds on and slowly but surely, like will just feed on the essence of this creature yeah so basically uh what what these things does is because we was basically shitting our dax in there before uh they they kind of like get a sense for it from a while away it's like you know uh, they say like sharks can smell blood from like 15 miles away or whatever it is but it's kind of like that but with like you know when you're shitting your britches but they don't smell the shit they smell the reason you're shitting your britches right okay. oh and Fidget kind of like looks around and she's still nervously like kind of hiding behind Javier at this point. So uh, as long as you're not scared, Kale, anymore, because there's nothing to be scared of, because we've killed everything, basically, uh, then we won't get any more of them William Wisps. Uh. They, at night, they like to travel around the marsh down here. We've heard their calls, but because of what Grandmother told us, we, we stayed away. We did not listen to what it was saying. Very clever. If you like, uh, you might. You we will go fetch your brothers, and well, we've got. Uh, well, it's not quite set up yet, but relatively comfortable lodgings. Uh, just just a bit north of the the swamp here. If you if you would like to stay, uh, and well, 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 at it, uh, Uriel kind of look at uh, Javier and Kale's like, how, how would you uh, like to have a position? Uh, in the circus, once we've seen perhaps a performance of yours. Stay silent. How do you react, Kaelin Javier, to him saying that? Wait, 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 wait. We just met this person. Yeah, she's just saved our lives as well. Yes, I think, I mean, we shouldn't push anything upon this, this poor lady. Yuri, let us provide lodging for this person who saved our lives, yes, but... Well... You must understand we have a, a performance in two days. We do, but uh, I, I don't expect Fidget to be performing in two days' time. I, I, no, 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 I, I, I don't, I don't even, and she's, she's like looking around, like, because as soon as you said invited her, she got like, like excited again, and then everyone was like, oh, no, no, this, that, and she's like, oh, that's, I, I don't, I don't even need to perform. I, I, I can, I could just give, I could just let things off in the sky. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Like, let fireworks off in the sky. I, I, I don't need to be in the tent. Like, you know how we got them clowns that come in for, like, the mid-round performances because, like, in case something goes wrong or just, you know, cheer everything up or whatever. I was thinking, like, them fireworks. The kids would love it, you know. Anyhow, it's a question for a different time. What, say we go find your brothers and we can all get back and have some rest because I am fucked. Yes, uh, um, okay, okay, um, um, and she, like, kind of thinks, uh, yes, yes, okay, uh, follow me, and she, like, darts into the trees to the south, okay, this is a very dense thicket, like, it's very slow going, and I'm gonna be going slowly enough so that my, I imagine, already damaged, uh, satin, uh, pajamas don't get any more damaged, because that would be a travesty. Uri's gonna get frustrated that Javier's slow pace push past him and start forging a path through the through the bushes. Just pushing bushes out of the way, knocking them over. Small trees that are barely like sitting in this like marsh soil just get pushed over by you. 
Yeah. Kale? Uh, kale. I, I, I mean, I hate to be a bother, but at some point I would love to have these garments repaired. Oh, um... Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Yes, I could do that. When we get yes. back to camp. Why don't you just sleep in the nude? That's what I do. Well, I don't want people to be intimidated. Kale, have you been nude this whole time? <laughs> no, he quickly threw on, like... <laughs> You know, okay. some a tracky <laughs> before he sprinted out of the tent. Okay. Um, as you start moving through here, it is dark. Like, not even moonlight is lighting this up. Before, when you came through this area, again, you had to have these... <laughs> the dancing lights go off, giving you a heads up. If anyone went back in to go grab the torch, we can say that happened. Or if you want to cast the lights Imagine, again. Well, Cal wouldn't have been able to get out of the cave with it, so no. he probably would have picked it up. Okay. Then I will give, I'll give Kale light. I think, uh, I think you and Fidget might even get along, Kale. She seems to be into all that weird alchemical nonsense that you enjoy. Oh, I'm something of an alchemist myself. Is that a word? Alchemical. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll move you guys down through this. So it is these thick, thick forests, and every now and again you just put your feet down, and it just like sinks into this marshland and as you move through you do hear on your right hand side like the sloshing of water a little bit as this running water from around like the, around your camp that comes past the cliff edge meets this like this like uh sedative water um sedentary? it's basically there's a smithless this set an unsanitary um, yeah, all right What's the word I want to use? You I, I don't know. What's the synonym sedentary? for the word that you Sedent- are you saying? It's unclean or is dirty. it still <laughs> dirty? Dirty, like a water, a pool of water. Turbid, turbid. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But uh, also stagnant is another. Stagnant. Word. That's the, the one word. I'm after. Stagnant. stagnant is the word. So this yep. stagnant stench of this water just kind of wafts in, and every now and again, all of you now hear the. Where are you? I can't see you. Uh, don't listen to those Are things. What the fuck don't is that? Listen to no, it. no, don't listen to it. Just keep on following my voice. What the fuck is it? Don't look at it. Yeah, I don't sound like any of those things. Just listen to me, mate. What is it, though? It's the William Wisp, mate. The William Wisp. They're, they're, they're looking for your, your shit in your britches. Oh. Should have got rid of it before. You guys pass through, and every now and again you see Fidget like disappear in front of you and then come back, and she's like moving on all fours, ducking and diving and weaving all, all the way between these tangles of vines of bushes of under like fallen down trees bouncing she'll disappear and then she'll come back and then she'll just disappear forwards again followed by uri just stomping yeah. over all of the stomping, stuff that she's darting she's darting under <laughs> and you guys come out on the other side yeah and fidget uh standing just in front of you i will actually grab her token and bring her out can you see her just in front of you yeah it's she doesn't look that that horrible it's just the generic rat folk <laughs> she she looks a lot nicer than that. Just <laughs> refrain back to what I I'll put it back before. So she's a lot cuter than the, the, the yeah, standard rat folk savage token. rat folk token that we've got. She says, uh, "Be careful of," uh, and she points over towards the log. That you see. So you come out. So you, I'll come out of this clearing, and you see that you're at the end of a cliff face. You see that there's a path that winds up the cliff face towards something that looks like some sort of structure, halfway up this cliff. On the right-hand side, you've got where the water trickles out into more dense, dense swampland. On the other, on the other side of this moat, there is an island that attaches itself to the other side of the cliff face with a bit of bushes with logs lying in between. So, like you can kind of access to those islands. She points over towards the islands over in this direction, or 
in this direction you can see she's like be careful of over there they are it's 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 something sticky is there it's like a like it like a goop like a goop a strange goop goo yeah come 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 and she starts is this where you've been living I, I, up, and she she points up towards the structure castle a small castle up there uh lead on and she leads you forwards um it's safe isn't it yeah 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 oh yeah. my brothers are in there at the moment uh i don't think they know i left and she starts as soon as she gets to the foot of the mountain she like works at something she like pulls her satchel around starts working her tools on something and you see her like pull out and you see a cord get pulled out and she removes like a top rock and then she shines shows it up towards you guys and it's a thunderstone like you saw back in the um tower and she's like quickly up, up the stairs there's a uh, there's two more and i'll uh, and then um after that i will uh, let you uh, come to and she starts making her way up the stairs and these these are you now see this path it's like a mixed the uh, best way to describe it is like halfway between like a cut stone and rough walkway if that makes sense so it looks like originally this path may have been like a cut walkway in the actual stone itself leading up but over time with wear and tear these steps have broken and fallen into disrepair and so she starts wandering up these stairs she stops once again and pulls out the thunderstone puts in her pocket and she moves up and now you guys can see this an ancient keep stands atop the hill it's crumbled stones blending in with the natural granite that surrounds it the south side keep bears a wooden door and beneath a squat tower of gray stone and you see it just up on the hill over here i can move you guys up the path if you wish actually best way to describe it is it's similar but not as steep as the climb that frodo did up the side of uh the Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So it looks like it once was like a grand stepway that leads up there, but has now fallen into disrepair due to time and that. I think that is a better description. We'll keep that description rather than the last one. But as you start going up, you see an ancient keep stands atop the hill. It's crumbling stones blending with the natural granite. The south side of the keep bears a weathered wooden door beneath a squat tower of grey stone. Fidget ushers you up as she she disables the first trap halfway up and then at a trap closer to the top now when you come to a more level walkway which is just in front of this wooden door it's more level there's dirt here and you can tell that it ha this area has been used as footsteps here and you can see distinctively that there's like um rat like feet and i'll slowly move you guys up the hill so you can see that um who would be going after uri would it be Havaya? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try and stick pretty close to, um, to where Fidget is, okay. just because, I don't know, she seems to find my presence mm. less, um, terrifying okay. than Okay, I'll, I'll put you just next to Fidget. Kao will probably be second up, and then Bunny at the back. Bunny. Yeah, 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 sorry. How do we know this isn't some sort of trap? Ooh. Uh, well, no, uh, maybe... Uh, she seems, she seems quite, and he's just realised he might be shouting, he comes close, he's like, does, does she seem trustworthy? I don't know, I'm still kind of in a blur at the moment. No, it's a rat man. Just keep an eye out. <laughs> uh, okay, and he starts, like, looking behind him. 
looking around and like above him and like you've got the cliff edges on either side oh yeah actually now when you mention it it doesn't seem the best uh and from the front have a you hear well you don't hear sorry you see um fidget move up to this door and you see she she goes she like puts up a single finger towards you and she like goes bang bang with her fist and then with her claws she like scrapes down the door she goes but it's 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 me i've come back and the door is like flung open inside the light from chaos torch lights them both up two identical brown furred with the white splotches this time on their skin both of them have hand crossbows in in like their hand ready to fire and they look at fidget and they go oh, but where, where did you go why did you leave we were we were just preparing to and they then spot you guys and they just point their crossbows towards you it's like you got my sister you got my sister i'll put my hands up uh easy fidget are you okay easy. She has fidget and she goes brothers brothers put your put your arms down these are friends. These are friends. And they both tentatively just like start lowering their crossbows. It's like, sister, why did you go out? Yeah, yeah, your, your, your sister saved us from a William Wisp. And they both kind of like cock their heads a little bit. Like, oh, quick, come in, come inside, come inside. And they just usher you inside. They still have their crossbows like pointed in your direction, but more at the floor, more at like your feet. Yuri's going to try and make himself look as unintimidating as possible. I 100%. If that's possible at all. Yeah. 100%. All right. You guys move inside the room. Um, I'll push. Fidget comes forward and the two brothers kind of like fuss over her and you can hear they just go... Like communicate in their own kind of like rat-like language. Just... Like clickering of teeth and stuff and there's like... Squeaks and like, stuff. Like kind of like ob- obscure rodent-like language and you guys enter this room and it's it's a small keep. Barely... 20 feet by maybe 20... Uh, 20 feet wide by 25 feet long. You see there were once two towers on the top right-hand corner and the lower um, left-hand... Well, top, the north... I'll go uh, compass. Northeast and southwest. Northeastern and southwest. Um, direction. I'll move you guys in to the room. But it's a very basic-looking keep. The walls here aren't decorated. The walls are old granite crumbling away. There's holes in the tower that just lead out to bare stone walls. But you do see something curious, and Kale, it pulls your attention first. You see what appears to be an alchemical lab set up in the northern corner. Mixture of bottles and what looks like perhaps canvas and car like rabbits cardboard. Cardboard. Cardboard like materials. Stuff that you can see are to make fireworks to create possibly elixirs to create potions. And you see around it are reagents, bags of reagents, maybe three or four bags of different kind of materials and within those different bags and stuff. And the brothers are still talking to each other. Kalim and Leish turn around to you now and said, my sister, my sister, the Callum speaks up. Callum says, my sister says that you were saved by her, that she, that we can trust you. Yes, we got ourselves in a bit of a fight and attract some kind of dangerous creature that she helped us destroy. Yes, yes, these are the, the, the William Wisps, you call them. Yes, I believe that is what uh, our orc friend calls them. More muttering and talking. And now it starts to become a bit more agitated between them. 
they become more aggressive to the way they talk to each other. Fidget then replies more aggressively towards them, and these two are like, 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 not not quite cower back, but move away from her. And then, and you see this go like they're talking quite aggressively. They're talking um, to each other. Fidget then turns towards you and says, "My brothers, um, they don't think we can stay here any longer. If you have found us, they surely will." Who's they? People in town. They are. Uh, and she kind of like puts her arm towards like the lab and the reagents. Like this is the stuff that we stole from them. And Lish kind of goes, "You told them about that. You were supposed to keep it secret. We could sell this so we could get back to our baron." And Fidget goes, that's, 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 "We we intended to sell these so we could get back home, but tell me." And she kind of ponders it a bit, like the circus. Could there be a place for me there? And Lish behind her starts. And she, like, pushes him away, like, starts waving towards him. It's like, is there a place for me here? There's a place for all willing people at the Circus of Wayward Wonders. You hear them talking to each other. If there is a place, I'd like to stay. Brothers, if you want to leave, you can leave. I'm not running any longer. I don't want to run from these people anymore. If... And turns towards... Probably Kale out of everyone so far, because Kayla's been the most, not aggressive, but cautious about her. Fidget kind of moves slowly towards you, Kayle. And she kind of, like, has her hands together, and she's kind of, like, moving her fingers around, like, like in her palms a little bit. She goes, Could you see past what I am? Or see the, the, the value that I can give the circus? I don't care what you are. We have a talking dog in the fucking circus his name's Chubbs so I and she's kind of like the ads just kind of lingering like, would you have me perhaps if I did an audition or show you my skills that I can do for the circus it's not up to me I'm just the cook her eyes kind of like drift over towards Bunny and Bunny goes oh, I'm uh, I'm I I put up the tent and occasionally <laughs> Uh, fix their wounds, so you probably want to... And he points towards Uri. And then Fidget kind of moves over closer towards you, Uri. And have a yeah now, just like looking at you two. Uri's just gonna... Just gonna arch an eyebrow at Javier. I mean, are you willing to work for your keep? Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'll do anything that you need me to do. Whether it's the fireworks or uh, to, 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 to dig a hole or uh, go buy groceries, whatever it is. All right. Okay. Do your brothers like, want to stay as well? You can hear the pitter patter of her feet moving as she's like looking at you, like the excited jiggle or uh, dance that she does. So okay, okay, brothers. She turns back and she's like, and they start. And you see that just their, their emotions are like portraying like like uh, fidget is being like really ample with her hand. She pulls out one of the uh, fireworks she's created and said, "Look at it! Look at this! Look at this!" And they're just like, and they're, they're like, they're like. But hand moments back until one of them just sighs and you and she just kind of puts her hand to her chest and just kind of like sighs and moves forwards and hugs him the other one kind of puts her arms up and just hugs her back and they turn around my brothers will find a buyer for this for this stuff how much are you looking to make for it we just need enough to get out of Escada. I mean, with a couple of the, the potions, I'm not sure what they are, and she picks one up and hands them over. 
to you. Um, two different potions. One seems to be like a what seems to be like a browny kind of milky color, and the other one same consistency but a bit darker brown milky. So if you want to give me uh, ooh, what kind of check would it be to check? Would it be like an appraise? Give me a sec. I have a quick look. If you want to do a check on them, um, give me a mercantile law. Thirty-seven. Oh my fuck! <laughs> what? Sorry. To, well, Jesus, like, what? Bad math. Twenty-seven. Twenty. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. All right. So you got yeah. Um, it is a. It is a obviously so I'll give you everything that you can see in front of you. It's alchemical gear that consists of an expanded alchemicus tools. She hands you over a greater leper's leper's elixir and a lesser leper uh leper elixir. Leper as in the, the, the disease? Leper. As in the disease. <laughs> the I'll bring twister. it up on the side here. Lesser leper, lesser elixir, leper elixir and a greater lesser leper elixir. Leper lesser elixir. elixir. That's a tongue twister. It's so hard to say. Uh, as in, like, it causes leprosy. Well, we will find out when leprosy. it comes up. Uh, lesser. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> this tingly solution increases the elasticity and contraction of oh, your leg muscles. Leaper. Oh, I read his leper. <laughs> oh, yes. I was excited. It's a leper's <laughs> yeah, elixir. Yeah, le- leper doesn't have an A. That's what I was like. This sounds fucking hectic. Uh, a leper's elixir. As parts of your... Just- can <laughs> 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 oh. we make it a leper elixir? <laughs> can we make a leper's elixir? This is why I was like... I was reading it before, and I'm like, what does leper's elixir have anything to do with the elasticity and the contraction of your leg muscles? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I was for a moment I thought it was talking about like you know the ways that it was gonna undo the leprosy like it's greater muscular <laughs> elasticity like, oh maybe we could help the people in the puddles <laughs> oh, okay alright oh. lesser leapers elixir and greater leapers elixir I will say I think a leapers elixir is quite a, a, a bit more useful than a leper elixir leper's elixir so a lesser and a greater leapers Elixir. And what, what else? And they you. just had alchemical equipment. They have alchemical... So they have um, expanded alchemical tools as well as the recipe for these two elixirs. Expanded yeah, alchemical tools, eh? Mm. Oh. Oh. Mm. What's that? That's a 55 gold. Damn. We just need enough to get us off out of Eskadar. Look, I, I can't possibly give you the market value of what you have here, but... We understand it's stolen goods. Kaok is going to pull 50 silver pieces out of his secure container um, in his butthole. And it's got... Give you f- five gold pieces. That should surely be enough to get you home. Unless you have to cross an ocean. Callum and Lish starts... If, if we can keep the potions, but give you everything else, that sounds fair. Okay, they come over and they go to shake hands, but one of them just lifts up their tail in your direction. Um, yep, he's gonna like, go like shake the tail. <laughs> <laughs> he seems confused, and then oh, nods. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then puts out his hands for the silver. <laughs> oh, 
No, no, he. he oh, <laughs> fuck. Let's, let's, thank you. Please, look after her. She's all we've known since we've left our Baron, and the, the two years that we've been away now, almost, would have to. It would be sad to see her gone. And I would have to explain this to the family, and it's it's fun. And then you see um, Fidget turn around. She's like, hush, hush. They'll understand. They will know. It's fine. It's fine. Tell them not to worry. We will protect her as if she was one of our they own family. Smile at you. Well, at least you think it's a smile. They kind of just raise their lips and show off their teeth. Um, <laughs> and they start gathering their things. <laughs> and I forgot to describe this before. There's like very basic bed rolls were on the ground, a few trinkets and items around the ground of like personal value to them. Like you, and they start packing these into like uh, Hessian bags on the end of sticks. Uh, I, I don't normally do this, but uh, yeah. Uh, and Uriel hold out uh, three three gold pieces. Uh, they both look at each other and they're like, uh, uh, "Just be safe. It's a trap." <laughs> Lish wanders over and puts out his hand, keeping his tail on the ground. He goes, "Thank you so much. We we didn't expect a charity like this." We will look after your sister. And he like, as the gold hits his hand, he like clasps it tight and nods to you. Callum has finished packing the bags and he hands the Hessian bag on the stick to Lish and they both put it on their backs. He's like, well, let's see if we can do this. And they both give uh, Fidget one last massive hug and then walk past you to the threshold. Okay, I was going to lean over to Yuri's. How come he didn't stick his tail out to you? Uh, I don't know, it felt weird. Uh, I don't know what was going on. I, I don't know. I, I hope I didn't offend him. I, I did shake it. It was like, did, was you supposed to shake it? Or was you like, <laughs> did he think you had a tail that you were supposed to like, <laughs> pre- like shake tails or something? Oh. To, were you supposed to sniff it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe that was it. And Bunny's just underneath both of you looking up. Because you're leaving over the top of... I, uh, you look like shit, mate. I feel it. Fuck. And the glow's gone now. And he's just kind of like... Ugh. All right. All right, well, <laughs> welcome to the family. And he puts out his arms. As you're all standing there in your odd forms of nudity, bleeding from several places, bruises starting to purple. <laughs> and she kind of, you just... Ariel, hold out his arm as well. We'll end the session on just a picture of her just like beaming with like her feet just bouncing on the ground and we'll Kao's gonna smell her tail as we're hugging her I feel like we're still recording. Yeah. Uh, these two guys dug it off and we've just, like, the show's still going, guys. Like. Anyway, let's talk about, let's talk about Yuri's love life. Oh, yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Yuri's current love life. Now we're not talking. 